we're on. All right, same trailer, different park, season two, episode five, and we are here. We're going to start with sponsors. We have Hospitality Heating and Air, Tattoo Brews, Calmer Distributing, Spikes, Skins and Nuts. Haven't had any in a while. Oh, spiky. Where yet? <laughs> Citrus, please. EA Sports Fields, Bearded Mother Trucker, Firehouse Construction, um, hold on, Controlled Sites, Sun Techniques, and 360 supply get dirty yep all right happy saturday kimberly we haven't been here on a saturday in a hot minute no because normally your life is a shit show it still is (laughs) all right oh before we start yeah i have something to tell you do speak please i collected a new rock yesterday i'm sorry what (gasps) what i got a new rock are you engaged? Yes. Yay! <laughs> uh, congratulations. He actually did it. He did. Do tell. It was at home because I told him don't do anything cheesy or doesn't have to be a destination, that kind of thing. He did it with Paisley. Oh, how cute. It was sweet. So Paisley knew like way before anybody. So he put a ring on it. He did. So are we planning a wedding? Yep. one one twenty one. Am I your your maid of honor? No. Oh, shit. No, nobody is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want a wedding because this is wedding number two. I just want to go to the courthouse, but my mom's like, that's not right, Kim. Just go to the damn courthouse. I know. It saves so much more money. Are you wanting, like, congratulations or something? Who's that? Y'all are the only ones that know so far because we haven't made it Facebook official until... Well, they don't count then. Until later after I get home. Then we'll post it. But my mom knows, and then they know if everybody's wondering whose voice that was that would be josh tritt and hey josh hey thought you said you weren't coming back at at the end of season one i don't want to be here he enjoys punishment he likes to be abused obviously he's married to you absolutely (laughs) (laughs) that speaks volumes he's such a wonderful guy also with josh tritt today we have a drum roll please we've been all waiting for Mr. Tony Breeden, Rock Hill City Police Officer. I'm not sure how this shit's going to go because I'm not going to lie. He got under my skin a little bit the other day. Why'd he get under your skin? Oh, Kimberly. I I didn't get to listen to it all. Do you know what your job is? Oh, Brad did tell me. What's your job? job? One job. It's one. No, she has several jobs. You know what I'm saying? But. You know what he's saying? Do you know what he's saying? <laughs> What's your job, Kimberly? To make a sandwich. Oh, no, 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 no. Make a fucking sandwich. Oh. Well, oh. I mean, not just A. The man's not just going to eat one sandwich. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's going to get hungry more than once. <laughs> and what does your wife say about this? I don't have a wife. My old lady just knows that <laughs> she pretty much is understanding that... You know, there's certain, you know, everything that you do in life, roles have jobs and there's things that you got to do. You know what I'm saying? So, I know what since you're saying. That a, since that was a, a topic of discussion, <laughs> I figured we'd go ahead and I'd get it out of the way before you I messaged did. them 16 minutes in and I'm like, swear to God, I've heard I know what you're saying 375 times already. 
You were going to stop and go back and count. I, it personally did not bother me. I didn't even notice it. It pissed me off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When I when somebody pointed it out to me and I listened to it, <laughs> I was getting angrier every time I heard it. Oh, we I was trying to wipe that from my vocabulary. So I know this is their podcast, but right. we got one one done. Right. Get closer, Josh. I'm sorry. This just popped up. Yeah, you're always like scared that your um, breath stinks or something. Oh, we can't smell it from here. So really? you're good. Yeah, talk in the damn mind. Anyway, so how do you feel about the first one? I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward, you know, to to doing mine. Probably coming on y'all's a good bit more. So, you know, I, I had a really good time. And if you're listening, uh, Tony is starting his own podcast, and you'll follow him. We'll announce it. You'll have access to it. Do you, can you go ahead and say the name now? <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be Breaking Bars. Breaking Bars podcast. So we'll announce it. You'll get to see it from same trailer, different park. I've heard worse from better suits and boots. Did they podcast say more or less where you at? Doing putting in all those security cameras, didn't have time to podcast anymore. He's so busy making money, you know, stacking the cash. Oh yeah, and he was on vacation forever. Yeah, Fripp Island. You know, you only go to Fripp if you have money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, no, we were actually at their house on, before we came here, so they are actually recording this week. So good for them. They're going to jump back on the wagon. COVID just messed everybody up. So I guess some people are more sensitive to it than others. What's it called? The Suits and Boots. Uh-uh. Right. The COVID? Oh, the election infection. <laughs> that gun right. <laughs> I, I still ain't called it COVID. I just call it Corona. Uh-huh. It's the election infection. And where'd that come from? I was on a job site this week, and uh, I was talking to these guys, and it got brought up, and he said it, and I was like, damn, I'm going to call my husband in just a minute, and I'm going to tell him that was good. So. Joshua. That's the single most applicable term for it I have ever heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because after the election, it's going to be over. Yep, November 5th, it'll be gone. We should be back in school by December, right? I don't think they're going back to school. Yeah. I don't think they're going back to school. I think they go back, just to say they went back a few weeks later, they shut it back down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so we're virtual. It doesn't affect us. Well, we went for... Well, one went one day, the other went the next day, and yeah. then they're all virtual. All right, so. Joshua. What's up? I have to tell our podcast people that you're a saint still. Screw you, Kimberly. And I still, now that you told me more when you came in here and told me more of the story about Tabitha, I just have to let our listeners know that there's Jesus and then there's josh <laughs> you are totally blowing his head up today he's not gonna be able to walk out of the building is she wrong she's not y'all my husband's wonderful <laughs> i said on the last episode i showed my ass i was hateful and more came she didn't tell y'all the whole story she josh had to tell me the whole story because it's embarrassing kimberly do you may talk about your embarrassing moments <laughs> i showed my ass it was embarrassing i was ashamed of myself i felt bad i humbled myself and i apologized and I and am under strict orders that if I ever do it again, that he's sending me back to the trailer park. Yep. He said he will do just fine without you. And I'll make my own fucking sandwiches. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you will make your own tacos. <laughs> Who's going to make my sandwiches? He'll probably Let me tell you, they're, they're everywhere out there. <laughs> you better watch your mouth, Tony. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> Whatever. What we got today, Kimberly? We like to keep notes, Tony. Um, 
when we're doing our podcast, when shit happens throughout the week, because right. stuff happens every day, we share a notepad on our iPhone, and it just gives us like topics that we want to remember to talk about. You said you were out of the bed, and why do you ask? Why were you out of the bed? Uh, I think we talked about that one. We no, did? the dog was out of the bed. Oh, you said I'm out of the bed. Oh, I d- did probably I because you suck. I suck, y'all. <laughs> kiss my ass. I will put these headphones up and walk out, and y'all can have this damn podcast. You ain't going nowhere. No, I'm not. So, no, that we talked about that one on the the dog side of the bed. She's still out of the bed. Whatever. Do you have kids, Tony? Yes, I have. How many? Three. Three. 21, 20, and 18. Oh. So you don't have to worry about this AB virtual crap. Nope. Are they in college or do you push them to a trade? Uh, Well, my oldest son, Austin, works at Comporium. Oh, okay. He's doing good. Colby is, uh, Colby is, um, Brooke's son, my son, stepson, and he's working at the Y right now. Just got finished up at Cherokee. Mm. And Devin, my daughter, is starting tech. Gotcha. Whenever they decide to allow people to be educated again, <laughs> yeah. So. Is tech doing the same stuff? Uh, I I don't know. They I mean, can't I, do online. I I think some of theirs probably is going to be because I got a friend of mine that teaches at tech, and most of his stuff is virtual. Yeah. So I'm sure that most of it probably will be, you know. And I, I you know I don't know. I, what is she going to school for? Um. I don't. She's talking about some computer cybersecurity type stuff. She, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? She's pretty good at that. Pretty technical. Um, I'm a, more concerned about her possibly having a disease known as liberalism at the moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that is that is actually that is far more concerning than her education to I me. I agree. So uh, oh, we can, shit. we're hoping it's a phase, but it's a. Uh, I'd almost rather have a kid join the army than be a liberal. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that's <laughs> you know what he's saying. Do you know what he's saying? So that's, uh, that's true. Right. Listen, we're doing big things if we can just get Dalton to damn graduate high school this year. He only has one year. He is. It's a virtual. Senior. You should be fine. He's a senior this year. However, he's having to retake two junior classes on top of his senior credits to graduate on time. So it's going to be Whoa. a challenging year for him. Um. He did blow his motor in his car yesterday. In his truck? Or his truck. What? Josh is like, give me the fucking eye over here. What? Hey. Hey. I'm talking about don't beat the table up. Hey. So he blew the truck up yesterday, so he is without a vehicle. Now his motivation (sighs) to school. (laughs) And and this idiot didn't put oil in the truck. Literally. The oil was nada. It didn't exist, so the motor's blown. Was he told to, told to put oil in it? Yeah, several times. Oh, okay. Who told him that? You? Uh-huh. I was about to say, did the man of the family show him how to put oil in the truck? No, because John don't even see. Oh, did here. Tabitha show him how to put Absolutely. oil in the truck? <laughs> I put oil in the truck. Josh is a pretty boy. We've already established this. Damn. I know. Sam's... Tony, <laughs> help me, man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to help you when I can. <laughs> But once you've been called a pretty boy, I'm going to have to wait till there's another opportunity. To Sam's not you. a pretty boy, but he has an office job, so he doesn't sweat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I have that outside rock collecting, and you're mm-hmm. pretty much in the same category. Mm-hmm. So I was out there sweating all day yesterday. I came home. I was stinking and funky. And I called him. He goes, 
It's freezing in this house. I was like, oh, it you is want to smack him. freaking hot outside. <laughs> He's like, I got to go take a hot shower and warm up. Oh, he is definitely a pretty boy, too, like Josh. <laughs> y'all definitely. are in the same boat. <laughs> Josh, you don't cut grass. You don't weed eat. You don't, let me tell y'all about Josh real quick, and I might have shared this I really before. wouldn't. You're still, that yeah, wound's still. still yeah, no, but I'm still got, the, There's <laughs> a difference between Five minutes ago, she was humble. Now, all of a sudden, she's <laughs> Queen Victoria. She is <laughs> no longer you know humble. Saying, Here's the fact. Here's the fact. I, these are all facts. I'm not making this shit up. Like, I asked Josh to put the weed eater on, the weed eater string on the weed eater. He didn't know how? No. He did not. I'm like, Josh, get out of my way, dude. I mean, I was raised in the trailer park, obviously. Mm-hmm. I can put some weed eater string on a damn weed mm-hmm. eater. But he'll tear the equipment up just so he does not have to do it. Sam will go. <laughs> I'm like, Sam, can you just go weed eat real fast? We don't even have to mow at our house because we have the auto mower. All you got to do is weed eat. That's it. He's like, oh, it's so hot outside. I'm no. like, give me the damn weed eater. I'll go do it. So, Josh, what is your job? Actually, I mean, in the big scheme of things... We've said this before. I think your job should be to make me a sandwich. sandwich. While she's out there sweating her ass off. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't, uh, I just, uh, you know, if you can't weed eat, then I think it's time for you to reach for a jar of Dukes. <laughs> I really do. I think that, you know, uh, Listen, I don't cut grass. No, because we pay somebody. Oh, to. oh, y'all are y'all. I forgot y'all pay people to do everything. The grass, the house. Yes. Yes. Is, yes. Does wait, Josh? Let me ask you. Does her her three hundred dollar budget? Does the housekeeping and stuff cleaning lady go no, with that's that? A, that's a separate line item. We're okay. uh-huh. So that's like <laughs> together, y'all's. Okay, yes. is she doing good on her budget? By the way. Shout out! Yeah, thank you. Yes, she is. I have you, not shopped Amazon all week. I just shopped Amazon this morning. They probably shopped enough for both of us. See? I haven't shopped all week. I haven't bought anything. I'm looking at it like, is this a need or is this a want? Because most of the time it's wants. Mm-hmm. I don't need new clothes. I don't need 15 bathing suits to go to the beach for one week, but I do. I don't even want one. What? I don't. I would rather sit out there in shorts and a t-shirt because I don't want to show. I'm trying to save the world from this. <laughs> you don't want to look at it. I told you. Tan makes fat look good. I'm just saying. I I was a cop, so I don't have any money, so it don't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I, I, I just chose a career where I'm broke, so it don't matter to me. We know that's a lie. It's uh, it's sad that cops don't make that much money. It, it is. That is. Cops and teachers. I mean, they do. They should make more than what they. Uh, teachers technically get paid more than we do because we still are working. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? If you're being paid not to work, you're making pretty good money. Yeah. So how do you how do you up a, uh, the policeman's salary? How do how do you get that raised? Uh, you know, you just work a lot of overtime. No, I'm talking about in. Can you work overtime as a police officer, oh, or yeah. do you have yeah. like a salary, but you're you can there's, get up to like captain's pay or whatever? There's there's off duty jobs. You see a lot of us working when you see us at movie theaters, restaurants, things like that. Those mm. are overtime jobs. Mm. So that's that where are it, paid by the police department. No, or? They, the the people pay for it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's just a supplemental income everybody does it i'll tell you a story this was two weeks ago gracie asked if she could go down the damn catawba river with her friends what day it was on a saturday terrible decision 14 years old terrible decision yes the oldest kid there would have been 16 no way 
no right, Gracie, no listen parents. up. No Gracie, Not in the climate we're in today, and with the amount of kids that are coming up missing every day, mm-hmm. it is also not 10, 15 years ago, and this is not Mayberry. Yep. No way. Absolutely. And that's what I told her. And Some of these parents in Rock Hill are letting their children, I call them children because they're still 14, 15, 16 they years are old. Children. They're floating down the Catawba River freely with no supervision. And you know what her com? this is what she told me. Mom, they go all the time and nothing's happened to them. And there's cops out there. No, there's cops on the bank <laughs> that are not on the water, mm-hmm. and there are miles between where you put in and where you get out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when we're working on a Saturday, there is probably from about 2 until dark, there is a steady stream of people coming off that river, mm-hmm. like ants coming off the river. I believe it. 20, 30 groups at a, just at a time, and it's just nonstop. We, it's actually gotten to where we have as many as – three to four to five officers at a time working overtime just at Katana Riverwalk. River. Wow. You hear that, Gracie? In other words, I'm the bad mom, but I'm like, there is no way. You want to go down the river? I'll take you down the Catawba River. I'll go with your friends. But there's no way you're going down the Catawba River at 14 years old by but yourself. But these parents, let them do it. Yeah. yeah. Not, not us. And yeah, it works against us. It makes us yeah. look like we're the crazy parents. I mean, Josh, you're pretty much near Jesus, so go ahead and start judging. I will, because that's, that's, hor- that's hor- to me, it's horrible parents. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, the one thing that I always do is, is you just realize people parent differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My way is not always right. Right. Somebody else's way is not always perfect. It's It's everybody's choices. But I can guarantee you there's 2,000 parents a day that wish they'd have done something different that day where their child's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, and we're also near Charlotte is a major sex, tra- I mean, child mm-hmm. trafficking, sex trafficking hub. We've got 85 that runs to Atlanta, which is another one. And it is, it's real. I mean, Absolutely. it is a real situation and a real epidemic and it only takes one minute. Yep. Now they could go down that river 150 times and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. But they could end up being beside the wrong group. And he says, hey, pull over to the bank. Let's take a picture. And you, then you just don't know. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And two 14-year-old girls, three 14-year-old girls cannot stop a grown man from stopping one of them. They can't no. from taking one of them. And Gracie's going to listen to this podcast because I'm not uh, the bad. I mean, obviously, I know as an adult, she was not going down that damn Catawba River with my permission. What am I going to do? Sit at home and stress the whole entire time i wish i could be one of those parents honestly but i can't right i'm overbearing they tell me all the time cut the umbilical cord let me go but it is a scary scary world today that my 17 year old he's still i'm on him like flies on crap because it is scary even with him you know and what made it worse for us is her brother was carolina dive rescue uh so he's seen it yeah saturday he was. He was. We getting. pulled one out of the river yesterday, and you know the thing about it is, it's not always just about the. It's not about the worst case scenario. What if one of them falls off the tube? Absolutely. It's not. It's not a pond. It's not a swimming pool. It is a river, mm-hmm. and that there are rocks. There are, you know, and we. And if you happen to miss that river walk exit, and don't get off there, how far are you going? It because river's not stopping. There's not a dead end there, and there's not a a cow catcher that pushes everybody off. If you miss it. And you're not paying attention by you. And when this happens all the time, that, that rescue squad's out there weekly pulling people off of rocks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and 
how good are they a swimmer to be able to rescue a friend that mm-hmm. falls off, hits their head on a rock, and is floating? Mm-hmm. So it's not even about somebody getting them. It's just about what can happen the in a river. Absolutely. So no, Gracie, don't ask again. <laughs> and you got girls. This yeah. is going to affect you. Yeah, it's coming. You know, I have one more question, too, as far as the rules go. What is the, because when we were growing up, the legal age for you to move out was 17 years old. Okay, I had an incident with Dalton not too long ago where, and I called the police department myself, and I treated the lady over the phone like she was a counselor, and I told her I was going to do it because I was stressing out. She's a super nice girl, but I told him to leave. If I was like, if you don't come home by your curfew, you better find somewhere else to stay. So he took it like I kicked him out. So I was trying to be big and bad, stay on my ground, comes home, drops his phone off, drops everything off, and he's out the door. I just start boohooing like, okay, I just messed up. So I called the sheriff's office and I was like, this is what I did. What can I do about it? And she was like, you know, do you know where he's at? I was like, I do tonight. I just can't guarantee you he's going to be in school tomorrow. Um, she's like, do you want to go get him? I was like, let's, yeah, yeah. So I met a police officer at Adna Church, told him the situation. And he told Dalton that whether this was him just helping me or if it was really the rule, that he's like, you either can get in that car with your mom, because I promise you, your house is not going to be as bad as where I'm going to take you, charging you as a runaway. Right. And you're either going to listen to your mom and suck it up until you're 18 years old. So this has been a topic in our house that can I move out at 17 years old, or is the, the rules changed to 18? Right. Well, in 1976, there was an Oakwood rule. So if you were in a trailer, y'all could leave at 13. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you grew up in a trailer, that was just specifically for trailer people. Y'all can move out at 13. So, but for most other people, <laughs> it was significantly older. I'm like, are you serious right now? No, I mean, You're I, like, damn, I could have so, been out a long time ago. She was like, really? Right. So, <laughs> I was really like, do I believe him? Well, it was just in fairness to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, we were just what trying to ass. take that into consideration. <laughs> so, but, no, it's a couple years ago, it used to be 17, and 17 could be charged as an adult. Mm-hmm. Then a couple years ago, South Carolina changed that to 18. Gotcha. So technically, you know, you're still responsible for them up until they're 18 years old. Okay. Um, and, you know, and I, I'll tell you right now that over the years, historically, one of the most difficult things that I see with parents is, and this is not this situation, but I'm talking about having kids that are essentially wild animals. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, hellions is that balance between like we have some parents that the only reason they do a report is so they're not held liable for not reporting their child missing Mm. but you know we also see it where having that one child in the house is far more damaging to the other house the other kids in the house because Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's but technically he cannot leave and he can't be kicked out till he's 18. 18 now but you also if he's 17 and he's somewhere y'all feel comfortable with and it's amicable and things like that it's different gotcha no 17 year old is that that was raised right is going to leave at 17 because you can be pissed for a few minutes but then inevitably you're going to need gas you're going to need food Mm -hmm. and then so they're they're coming back where that is oh yeah so but yeah it's 18 is the age for adult now good that makes me feel better so are these kids nowadays just just worse yeah i'm asking well, I, I mean, I think they are. I, I don't. I also don't think it's worse, but you also have to realize that, you know, you hold in your hand 
there's things that kids at 11 and 12 year olds see that I didn't see till I went outside the gate at Okinawa, Japan, that I didn't know existed until you walked into clubs over there and you were like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're, it's, you know, if, in my opinion, what I see in, in this day and age, by the time a kid is 13 or 14, depending on what parameters they've had put on them prior to that, they're an adult for all intents and purposes. Yeah. And, you know, and, and what we see is if you let a kid do what he wants, he or she wants from when she's seven or eight till 12, and now you realize I got a problem, I got to rein it in, I'm going to tell you right now it is too late. It's too late to pump the brakes. It, it is too late because that, that kid, for all intents and purposes, in their mind and in society and everything else, has reached that point where they do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the problem is – I feel like from what my experience with kids and Kim, you may like experience this. You may not. I hope you don't. But parents are not involved. Some are. There are kids that get dropped off at our house that stay for days a week. Don't hear nothing from the parents. No, which is fine. I don't mind the kids. I'd rather all the kids be with me. That's right. But they're not really um, involved and kids don't get old fashioned ass whoopings anymore there's parents that drop their kids off at the theater when it's open at seven o'clock and don't come back till 12 or one to get them yes. and they run wild all around manchester mm-hmm. so and you know and i can't God, wow. you know and, and like i said there's but it goes back to what you said earlier there's there's people that have different interpretations of parenting there's different expectations of parenting and there's also people that just see it like see it different some of them want them out of the house I no. can't even go to the bathroom without my kids in the ba- in the bathroom with me. So, but that's the age are, thing. That's how involved we are. Right. Yeah. And, and it's the age thing too. Well, it's funny he brings up the movie theater because remember when I think Gracie was like twelve. Yeah. One of her friends' moms just she didn't contact me and ask me if it was okay. I just was contacting Gracie. Gracie was at the movies, and she was supposed to go with an adult. And when I call her, they were there by themselves. This parent had dropped three 12 year old girls off at the movie theater no it would have been fine in 1995 ish when we were so not i'm like fuming and it's pouring down rain i'm like i'm not even gonna tell gracie i just got in the car i drove to the movie theater and i called her and i was like come outside she's like you're here absolutely so she comes outside like actually she's gonna talk to me through the door window and i was like get your ass in this car right left the mother two 12 year olds apparently their parents were okay with it and i fought her all night where i was like i love you too much for you to end up dead in a ditch somewhere your ass is going home and we're done yeah i, I, I can't wrap my arms around it but some people are fine with it yeah it blows my and mind you gotta too. see it all the time oh uh, yeah it's yeah some of it is uh you know in the, in the average person just has no clue mm-hmm. you know even what you see on the news or anything else you just have no clue you know and most people honestly don't need to see it truthfully no i have anxiety as it is i don't need to see nothing we used to get dropped off at the mall the gallery i remember and it was fine yeah. back then we went to carowinds what are yeah, you talking about yeah we got about? dropped off at carowinds yeah. all day long my mom's like pick you up at six o'clock at the bridge yeah not no more not now is, uh, that, uh, is that a place of problem to carowinds i mean i think you know it, i think it, any any place can be safe or any place can be a problem you know, I think it depends on there's certain kids that are 
that are raised to look for mm-hmm. people that are could be following them. There's people that there's kids that know that I'm not going outside the gate till my mom tells me she's out front, you know. But there's other kids that'll just be like, "Hey, let's go talk to these two boys," and they walk outside, you know. So I think it's any place can be safe and any place can be dangerous, you know. I, I think it's it's preparing the kids and making sure they understood what's out there and also making them, you know, their that them understanding what they have to do. And then it's also when they don't do it, like you said, crack their rear end. Mm-hmm. Oh, I told Gracie the other day when I was chasing her little ass across the field, she was screaming because I pulled the driveway and I said, you fix it to get it. I was like, you're 14 years old. I'll get in trouble for punching you in the face like I want to right now. But I'm going to bend you over the bed and I'm going to bust your ass with a belt like I should have five years ago. This little kid knew I was so serious. She took off running through the damn field. Where was she going to go? That made me so mad. Your we brother's had, house? We had family all around. You know, I'm dropping my pocketbook, running my tail. Get your tail in this house right now. I didn't whoop her because I felt like I wanted to. But that was the only way I could get her in the house was not to whoop her. And I, I just didn't. I wanted to, but I did not because I was afraid that the next time we did this shit if i whooped her butt then i really wouldn't be able to get her in the house so do y'all have kids call the police department and go my mom just spanked me (laughs) yeah we get that we get that threats all the time some i'll tell you how bad it is we will actually get a call in the morning and somebody will say can you send the police over here i can't get my 11 year old out of bed to go to school what yeah jeez yeah but y'all don't ever have anybody that says, my, my mom just spanked yeah, me there, or there, something you know, like there that. There are. There's, you know, the chief in Charleston a long time ago used to have a room set up to PD where you could bring your child to the law center and whoop them in front of a police officer so nobody could say anything. Wow. They had to set up. That rock here. Yeah, we need to start that back up. Bring it bring it down there and you can whoop in front of a police. Nobody can say abuse. We'll document it. Take them home. <laughs> my kids say all the time, you, you touched me? Or, you know, they have before. I'll call the police oh, and tell them. I'll call I like, DSS yeah, the threat. I'm I like, said, call them. Um. your ass today. Get here. <laughs> I've handed mine my phone. I, dial, I hit the first two numbers. I said, hit the green button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, call them. Cool. We'll have an empty nest. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's all cool. right. Off of uh, Kid Talk, crazy ass world we live in today, what's up with your one boob? Your one Do you have big one boob. boob that's bigger than the other? Like when you're getting dressed in the morning, you don't like have to shove your boob meat down in the cup more <laughs> okay. than the other one? This is where it goes off. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, everybody so has one boob that's bigger than the other one. You don't one. know which My, one's bigger than no, the other one? Maybe I don't study them that much. Oh, probably because you don't have the right bra either. No, I definitely don't have the right you bra. You still haven't got sized? Mm-mm. No, I'm afraid they're going to say, I'm sorry, but you need to go see Lane Bryant or something like that. (laughs) We're not going to make a bra big enough for you. So are you just wearing a sports Sports bra bra? today? That's Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. A sports bra holds those things up? Yes. I have a regular bra on and a sports bra. No. That's too much shit. It is too much, but something's got to hold them up. (laughs) But I learned this week that the right's bigger than the left. And I was like, certainly if I have this problem... Tabitha has this problem. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll, I'll take a look when I get home today. Josh? What? He's not allowed to even touch my boobs. I you can't the, touch your boobs? I ain't seen the damn things in years. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you see the boobs? He's not allowed to touch them. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm like super sensitive. Like super sensitive. 
About your boobs? Yes. I hate mine too. Do you want to go get breast reduction together? Let's do it. Let's, do it. One? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, like you got money for that. It's not care your, credit. It's not your, it's not care your credit. Oh, God. Never about to pay care credit all if I can't do care credit. Uh-huh. But you get rewards on care credit. No, ma'am. Stop. Oh, yeah. You're what? a bad influence on me right now. I'm just saying, I get my contacts. So that's, I have to have con. I got to see. Listen, I have another thing on our notes. It's called stank breath. Josh? No. Okay, and maybe it's just me. It, it is. But now that we're having to wear these damn masks when we go in somewhere. I don't, do you? It's forcing you to smell or your you own breath. you do because you're the police. We have a city ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm in uniform, I comply with the city ordinance. But when you're not, do you? I comply with the city ordinance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You don't wear masks? Mm-mm. I would get you locked up. You could catch a charge. He's going to charge you right you now. Charge me. Yeah, you you got a real chance of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bad. Yeah. No. Are there people really out there going writing tickets for not having mask on? Yeah. No, we. You know, it's 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 one of those things to where I, there's not a human being alive that is more anti-mask than me. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Like it is. I'm the least triggered person in the world. But seeing somebody in a car with a mask on with the windows up. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it. it Driving by themselves, not yeah, even have I, somebody I, in the car. But, with you know, I, you know, like I said, I don't. It, you said it in the very beginning. This is all for one reason. It's driven for one reason. Mm. I think that we're now at the point to see how much they can get us to comply, how much they can see they can get us to conform. It's not about health. But, you know, we it, to me, there are certain laws that. You know, I don't agree with, but we just got to adhere to. And, but I am, it, it, we're not out there actively seeking. We Do we get a lot of calls? Yeah, we got a call the other day, somebody at a restaurant. Can you send somebody down here? They've got too many people at tables, and the staff is not having a mask on properly. Wow. I was like, have you considered leaving the restaurant? I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if it bothers you that bad. Right. You, well, yes. Yeah. I, I said, ma'am, you don't. You know how to you know how to make feed yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, are you somebody's wife? Yes. Well, then go and make your own sandwich. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she oh, geez, no, she has didn't. to know what no, to do. Didn't. You know what I'm saying? She has to know. <laughs> he gave her a break and was going to take her out to dinner, and she freaking ruined it. So uh, piss on her. Let her go home and cook. Is he wrong? That's no. what I'm saying. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you have an option to get up and leave. I, I've been wearing them just because I feel like you know. Just doing the right thing. It's the rule. You, and then it gave you stink breath. I don't like to be told what yeah, to do and when to do it, so I'm but, not going to. But then I smell my own breath sometimes, and I'm like, I don't mind. You know the mask didn't cause that. It just made you a self-awareness <laughs> yeah. of it. I That's, can promise you it's been there well prior to mask. Listen, I know. Can you confirm this? Can you confirm this? He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean... I know. Just saying, it's forcing me to smell my own breath sometimes, or it smells like I <laughs> ate like a shit sandwich or something. Well, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got to go, Tony. <laughs> I made my shit sandwich. All right. What else we have? Oh, I don't have my notes up. So sorry. Uh, seriously? Yes. <laughs> Usually I have these prints at all. <laughs> oh, is that why you bought gum? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like. Uh, I ate a shit sandwich. Did you buy this from the gas station that where they cook in? Like they cook in the gas station? Do you smell grease? I could taste it on the thing when okay. I drink it. I could smell it on my can too. I've been wondering about that. I was like, I could taste the country the grease. cooking grease. 
Were they cooking in that store, Josh? No, smell, but they smell this. It, it is one of those stores. It stinks. Where? What convenience store did this come from? Oh, famous McConnell's right oh. across. I knew it. The <laughs> one, the one that's right there at uh, Eastview. East, yep. Crossroads. Yep. God, don't do that again. No. Oh, listen, bitch, I brought you a drink. Don't, then don't do it next time. <laughs> you were, you asked for a drink and brought you a drink, and now you're going to complain. No, I, didn't ask, I didn't ask this time. Last 50 uh, times I did. So. The one time we bring her one, it's not good enough. Typical uh, fucking women. She is Perfect big. patty. Uh. <laughs> you can't please me. <laughs> but somehow she got a ring on her finger. I know, so I pleased somebody. When did the engagement take place? Today? Last night. And you didn't call me last night? I didn't call anybody but my mom. Mm. He's dealing with work drama. Should we talk to him? Do you want to? Well, he's sleeping right now. <laughs> no, I mean, we, not right now. Oh, this Sam? Moment. You know, like, he needs to have a conversation about yeah. what he's fixing to do. Uh, yeah, that's what I asked him. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Has he been married? He was married years and years ago. We're, this is both for second marriage. I'm on my second. You know. He's on his 11th. Well, you know. Listen, I either told him it's three strikes you're out or the third one's the charm. You're just going to go one way or the other. But if something happens with me and him, he should just not get married again. Yeah, because at that point, it's definitely me, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, the, the I'm the common <laughs> I mean, you, all three of them are women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think that what you need to do is just realize that they could be the recurring problem. Oh, please. Or true. you're the common denominator, I, no. and you need to swing a hard left. No, I, I like his I like his idea better. Of course right. you do. Yeah, because he's right again. I get that a lot. Yeah, two, <laughs> oh, I geez. get that a lot. Two episodes, and he was never wrong, not once. That's not once. <laughs> One time I thought I was wrong, but I was mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> That's your story. Right. You're going to stick to it. So we need to have a conversation with this dude. Okay. Tell him to back out. Yeah, I told him. I was like, because he he went from bachelor life to divorced and three kids. Mm -hmm. So he never gets to sleep. That's why he's napping right now. I was like, are you sure you're ready to be exhausted for the rest of your life? Yeah, we're living together. He knows what he's getting into. I know, but he could still jump out. Nothing changes. (laughs) <laughs> air quotes okay <laughs> nothing changes okay. it really does change after you get married right that's the biggest understatement ever <laughs> i mean we've been down that road i mean we've been there he's been married i've been married <sighs> good luck mm-hmm. <laughs> good luck best wishes to you getting married no honestly it's exciting well, is it though it is <laughs> But then after the wedding's over and honeymoon's over. And I mean, we've already been living together for over a year. That's illegal, isn't it? No, I think it's the best way to do it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we lived together before we got married. And yeah. you walked into two children, too. Mm-hmm. Best decision you ever made? Oh, yeah. Two children, a wonderful father-in-law who's slip on our couch several times who's actually probably wanted Did by the police daddy. right now you might know him <laughs> her dad oh yeah last name alan <laughs> i'm sure he's probably talked he's one of them crackheads you talked to while you worked right. in the Watch you, prison we'll ask that off air right just don't yeah. listen to all of our podcasts did your daddy get to work the other day 
Are you talking about when I had to give him gas money? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. He did get to work. So, oh, he, yeah. does he still currently have the job? Who knows? Most of the time, he just works and gets a paycheck and then goes and blows it on meth right now and That's then right. starts he's, over. He's switched to... Yeah, apparently meth is cheaper and a longer high. So. That I will concur. Are you are you in the drug unit or do you just, what I, do you do? I'm I'm a uh, I'm on patrol. I've spent time in uh, street crimes, patrol, traffic, and all of that. But everybody sees it. Mm-hmm. So, so meth is the cheapest drug. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's just like it. There's any. There's varying levels of it. You know, what I'm saying you've got. People that do it in hotel rooms in two-liter bottles, obviously that's going to be fairly cheap. And then you've got high-end meth from Mexico that's obviously clear, very good quality meth, which is different. So I think that your budget certainly How dictates. much are you talking? What's the difference in price between the two in case uh, I ever become I, a meth addict? I, I, I have not that. bought any in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can tell you my dad can get some meth for 20 bucks. I mean, it's not that, right. it's not I that expensive. I have never in my life even smoked weed. Oh. So I couldn't tell you anything about any you drug. You did not live life, honey. I, I didn't want to. Like, I have no desire to. Well, yeah. so that's another thing, too, nowadays compared to back in the day weed's not the same no they say this stuff for killing kids mm-hmm. yeah because they got is stuff it in it fentanyl it's fent yeah that's a uh it's that stuff killing killing kids. yeah there's a uh it's it's pills are the thing now mm-hmm. you know what i'm really? saying in the pill presses and the fentanyl and the people selling the pills mm-hmm. yeah yeah pills has been a big thing crack is almost like a dying drug it's still there but it's yeah. not most crackheads were from my generation when mm-hmm. I first started, and they've, they've either died or they're just like, you know, I'm 60. I'm tired of being a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? And, but crack's also a drug that you can come off of. Mm-hmm. Opioids are different. You can't just decide to stop taking opioids. There's a reason that people that are on it have to go to methadone clinics. Mm-hmm. You know, once your body is physically dependent upon opioids, you have to have them or your body can shut down. That's the difference, and that's what's made this – crisis so bad for the years that it was just pills 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 Mm -hmm. well now that everybody's hooked on them now you can't get a pain pill Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible for doctors to write pain pills anymore unless you're actually in the hospital and it's given to you in a controlled thing but you're not it's very difficult to get those prescriptions but once you're hooked now what do you do so that's why the the pills and selling pills has become one of the largest markets there is Mm -hmm. i took a pain pill one time what, you what few, Tylenol? Uh, no, uh, 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 pres- when I tore my uh, calf muscle, one time, one pill, I was <laughs> gone. People, it was horrible. Well, I, that's what I, people I, like. I, I don't understand the meth thing. Like, my dad's on meth right now, and you can tell he's starting to age now because once they start, I mean, the crack never really made him look, he didn't look like a crackhead. If you right. saw him, you would never know. A lot until. of crackheads functioned as crackheads. They work. Yeah. You know, it was almost like an, an alcohol type mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. But meth, it starts like sores start coming out in their bodies and their teeth are rotting. And that blows my mind. What? Well, you also have your. functional on crack. Yeah. Well, not when they're doing it. Right. right. You're, making, you're making something that has chemicals in it that some of them in and among themselves can be fatal. You know what I'm saying? And you are taking what essentially a meth head made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you go buy a, like y'all go buy a cake mix or some of y'all do it by hand. I don't know how y'all do it. You know what I'm saying? But when you're cooking. Hand okay. box. Right. Shut up. 
pies at Publix. So, but, so, <laughs> Publix right. so but you know that so you're dependent on that person that made it that being on it so it's just to me it's astonishing yeah. that you would take that kind of drug but we see the pictures i mean and i'm going to tell you the transformation like you see the meth pictures mm-hmm. and it is it is unbelievable it's drastic unbelievable. Yeah, because, like, my dad got ran in on by the cops several years ago. I always had this, like... He was there, he knows. He probably was, <laughs> actually. Um, I always had, like, this gut instinct, because my dad's kind of like my kid or has been for years since my mom left him. And I would get these instincts where I'd be like, he's on crack. He's doing something. Right. And then I would go to, like, look, and sure shit, dad would be MIA. Well, I got to the point where I was pretty cocky growing up, and... And you I, wonder why people hated you. I, well, I was pretty cocky as far as, like, I wasn't scared of going, driving my ass through the hood. Looking for him. And looking for my damn dad. And he was in drug court at the time. So if he got caught, he was going down the road for 10 years. Right. That's what they call it, going down the road. Yeah, I call it going down the road. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm sure he knows all the slang. I've, I've helped some people with that trip. <laughs> So, you know, like, I, I found out where the drug house was, and at this time we used phone books. And Dalton was a baby. And I looked up the address or whatever, and I called the house. And the guy answers the phone, and he's like, I was like, hey, it's Tabitha. Is my dad there? He's like, no, your dad's not here. But I was calling my dad's cell phone while I was on the phone with him, and I could hear it ringing in the background. So I knew this guy was lying to me. I was like, all right, cool. Just let him know. I, you know, I called. By that time, I was like, I'm getting in my car. I'm driving to Crawford Street across town over there by the post office. And uh, I called him on the way, and I said, you got one of two options. Either you can put my dad out, and I'll pick him up. I said, or I'll call the law, and both your asses can go to jail. He said, your daddy will be walking. Sure shit. I pulled down the road. My dad's high, bug-eyed, you know, geeking, whatever you want to call it. Put him in the car, take him home. Literally, I sit in a chair. I strip him down, and crackheads are fucking smart. They're brilliant. Right. I'm, like, stripping him down before he goes in my house, make sure he don't have any drugs, not going to be doing it in my house. This little shithead later on in life admitted that he had slid the crack right in between some fingers, and I didn't make sure all the fingers were spread open. So long story short, this house had been undercover. They had had an undercover officer going in, and the guy's name was Dax, let's say. And... The next time my dad went missing, I pulled up, rode by, rode by, rode by, didn't see anything. The last time I said, I'm going to go by one more time. And when I did, as soon as I hit that stoplight, there was the yard was lit up. And I pull up, because I needed to get a car that he was in. I pull up and, you know. Because it wasn't his car? No, it's never his car. <laughs> I pull up and all the flashlights turn at me and I throw my hands up. I'm like, I don't have anything. You just got my dad. He's in the back of that car and I need to know where the car is you know and that's where we went yeah right (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because then the dude that was i called and my dad were both in handcuffs in the back of the car and it literally looked like i threatened i called you you know the cops yeah i'm sure he thought that you sent him over there yes because i showed up on the scene too so if looks could kill i mean i would have been dead even my dad wouldn't even look at me kind of find out him in a really good position (laughs) so at the next time when they booked him in, it was like, that's when they found out it wasn't me, that it was an undercover. Right. Oh, well, thank goodness for that, right? 
yeah, because he still, <laughs> he still drives me crazy. But, you know, you never give up hope. It's hard having a family member that's on drugs because you don't want to give up on them, but at the same time, you don't want to enable them. It's, it's a very touch-and-go situation with me, with my dad. Well, I, you know, I'm going to tell you, I've seen it forever. And, you know, prior to having kids, I used to say, just put them out and be done with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you see these parents that I have seen them go completely destitute over their child mm-hmm. i'm talking send them out to colorado colorado twenty five, thirty thousand dollar treatments time after time but you know once you have a child you're thinking what if this is the time that they clean up yeah and then what if this is the time if i turn them away and we find them dead mm-hmm. so you know i've also learned a long time ago you cannot judge anybody for doing everything they can mm-hmm. for their family because it is infinitely harder and unless you've been in that situation and i've seen it as well you cannot nobody else has the right to to even comment on it because they don't know how gut-wrenching and hard it is especially if it is a family member absolutely josh wasn't around drug he's never experienced this until me and he's kind of watched me go through oh, it. I, there's a lot he didn't experience to you <laughs> you better watch your mouth tony <laughs> that that's the tip of the iceberg <laughs> Listen, he's got it pretty damn good. He, he did say that last time we were here. He actually said how good he had it. He does. Listen, I might give and you a you hard time. And then you woke up? Yeah. Y'all, I'm sitting right here. I can hear y'all. Oh, you, hey. Hey. <laughs> how are you? No. Josh has a good life. I, I give him a hard time, but. You mean you got a good life? Yeah. I, mean, I do, too. I'm not lying. I mean, because once that paycheck is gone, Shh. what's she going to do? Go back, back to, to the, the trailer park. park. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we up to? Is that rain? Or is no, that the that's the air. air? I thought it was raining. We're at 50. All right. Well, y'all ready to shut it down for today? We can shut this show down. You want to give Tony's a shout-out one more time? His is coming up. Tony, if you want Yeah, Tony's recording this week, and his first episode will be out for Breaking Bars, so be on the lookout for Brad be it. on that one? Yeah, Brad's coming on. We're doing that Tuesday afternoon, and we'll have uh, Congressman Ralph Norman on that one. Whoa. Awesome. That's so. a big Please deal. Please dig, dig you know, in and Tony, get some Tony's good info. like, if I'm going to do this, hey. I'm going to go out. Right. You're going to go big or go and home. And he's got six. I think the last one, you, you got six different ones lined yeah, up yeah, possibly. Yeah. So he's got some We're stuff already there. anticipating us far surpassing this one. Oh, you, know you better watch. Get the hell out of here. But I mean. Did you hear what he just said? He, and then he woke up. Absolutely. Listen. Again, he's already got six really good ones lined well, up. I understand. <laughs> I we mean, are, the ones that we I have. I haven't heard y'all's, but I've got, I've got to catch up. Oh, you yeah, got a lot to catch I've up heard on. that some of them are pretty entertaining. You have to start at yeah. one, though. I was going to say, and you got some research to do before you start barking up right. that you think you're going to pass the same trailer, different park. <laughs> right, right. Okay. We are the number one right now. We got passed them a long time ago. Listen, we took a break. Uh, I'm going to be too. honest with you. You past two truckers i'm not necessarily sure that be something. that's not something i'd go overly crazy bragging about the bar was sick. you know what i'm saying I mean, you, know, you know listen do your research yeah and then we'll compare it is rain it is all right guys See you like that ain't rain let's wrap it up bye y'all see ya, see ya. <laughs>